my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. It's winter vacation, time for celebration. Check out the tune that's becoming a sensation. Out on the street, they're all moving to the beat. Dancing so fast, you can't even see their feet. Oh, here we go. A holiday on ice is the best, don't you know? If I had one wish, it would be this. I want every day to be Christmas. All right, let's uh, try this again. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Out of the Drawing Pen, Holiday Edition, <laughs> oh a Pokemon the Series podcast. Each week, we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and whatever else comes to our minds. Just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my other co-host, Austin. So I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> My audacity crashed, and it deleted everything I've recorded, so we're just taking it from the top, I guess. Oh my right. god. Uh, good lord, speaking of, uh, I don't know what I used last time, my other co-host is here, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, can we call this a D for depressive podcast, because we literally lost 25 minutes of content. Oh, I was going to say about four hours. I was going to exaggerate it oh. a little bit for audience, but yeah. Happy holidays to all. It's Christmas Eve. There's peace and goodwill. Hooray. If it wasn't for the holiday season, Austin, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, I'd like to clarify. We did not speak about anything Pokemon related. We talked about everything else in the world for 25 minutes instead. What did we talk about? We talked about the origins of eggnog, hot dogs. Let's hit it from, we can hit it from the top. Okay, so okay. recap, slim recap. Uh, Austin didn't do anything this week. That's actually not true. Well, something happened, but he's not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe did you change your mind? No, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Alex played the Switch Scarlet for 40 more hours and has one badge now. Yep. Or was it two? Somewhere along there. I love that's the takeaway you got from that. I was, like, actually proud of myself. I'm like, oh, my God, I got farther in the game. But, Alex, you did a lot with Scarlet, right? You were very proud of it. Jacob, you went to a mountain thing. Yeah, I went to a mountain Christmas parade, ate a really good sandwich that I described more in detail in the previous (laughs) recording. We had to get out of there, like I was telling them, because around 5 o'clock, that's when a parade of people dressed. It was weird. It was weird experience so we left there and we're back safe which is what matters bigfoots yeah there's bigfoot people walking around and i don't know it was just uh after dark got a little sketchy there and that was our weeks except for mine because i don't want to share it so cagey did you want to flaunt what you did in scarlet alex because i didn't i don't play that game so what uh what did i do aside from run around nothing i got some i got some new badges oh i was i was really tickled by the well, i wouldn't say tickled i'm bracing myself for inevitable sadness because of the arvin storyline oh my gosh yeah it involves a dog and we all know how that oh goes when there's a dog like an actual dog or the pokemon a dog pokemon, a dog pokemon. oh Oh my god. He's all his motivation is is revolving around this dog and he's he's devoted himself to the dog and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's like a Marley and me all over again." All right, speaking of dogs, Bully is snoring on the ground. Can you hear it? You, no. s- you ask that every time and Jacob I and I always answered, "No." <laughs> yeah, but I can see it pick up on the audacity, which I'm now watching like a hawk to make sure it doesn't close down again. Yeah, this the, there's no third time. He may have to be vacated from the room. Hold on. 
There's no Y'all third time. Talk amongst yourselves. That oh, story Lord. that story would kill me with the dog. I hope it's a good one. I don't know. I haven't so I've been really, really trying to avoid spoilers, which is really difficult, which kind of sucks because I know we talked about this a couple episodes back. You know, people have already beaten the game even before it had come out officially. A lot of people, I'm sure, still don't have the game. You know, it's not holidays yet. People get it for their birthdays later on, whatever it might be. There's a lot of people that don't have the game yet. Mm -hmm. I was spoiled, unfortunately, and this is what I hate. And this is why I try to avoid like YouTube and stuff like that, because this is some bullshit. Like if you're a YouTuber out there who puts spoilers in your thumbnails, screw you. I'm not, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like it's just bullcrap. Like I came across a bunch of those, not even looking for them just looking for something else, like Googling, like, Pokemon to, like, listen to a soundtrack or something like that, and here comes a spoiler in the freaking thumbnail. A spoiler for Scarlet and Violet? Hey, I'm back. Yeah. Hey, yeah, no, I was just telling Jacob, if you're a YouTuber out there who ever puts spoilers in your freaking thumbnails on your videos, screw you, because mm. I wasn't trying to look for stuff. Was it a story spoiler or what? Yes, one was a story, and then I came across that were, like, character spoilers. Like, there's one, like, I can't believe they put this in the game. In the thumbnail, it's a picture of the a certain character or a certain Pokemon. Yeah. There's, like, a ton of those. All right, y'all, I, I haven't finished Violet yet, so stop. No, <laughs> no, no that's YouTube what I'm it. saying. That's what I'm saying. Don't YouTube anything Pokemon-related. It's popping up. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have a podcast to edit, so I kind of have to. Well, that's, what, that's the exact point I'm trying to make, is, like, you can't... I've been trying to avoid it. I don't want to know. That's what I said before starting. It's like, I don't care spoiling myself on like Pokemon or whatever. That's one thing. But I don't want to know anything about the story. But I've gotten story spoilers unsuspecting. Have we ever talked about how we're not, why we're not on YouTube? Why we're not on YouTube? Yeah. Would you guys want to be on YouTube? We should do a Let's Play. That's on Twitch. You could do Let's Plays on YouTube, I right? do want to do a Let's Play. Let's do some... Let's do... We've been saying that for a long time. I know. A Let's Play would be fun. If we could, like, Twitch it and then, like, yeah. play and then have commentators over it. Maybe we should do a poll. Austin, put out a poll on Twitter and see if anybody wants us to do... Like, what what game would you want us to do a Let's Play on? Okay. We, uh, there's Hey You Pikachu. There's Pokemon Snap. There's, like, Pokemon Puzzle League. I'm, I'm going to N64 <laughs> games here. Stadium... Could you hook that up? Would that be cat like that stuff's on the Switch though, right? The Pokemon Snap and all that stuff. Uh, maybe if you have the Switch Online, which I don't. You don't, okay. Or the Switch Online Plus or whatever. I don't know like the technology behind of hooking a sixty four up to where you can record it. All right, I don't either. I'm the wrong person to ask. That's homework. We'll figure it out. Yeah, if you got an Xbox or something like that, you can feed it directly from your ps4 or whatever it is to twitch and then you can stream that way we'll have to think about it listeners let us know what else did we talk about i don't I, we're not missing anything <laughs> we're not missing anything anything else that came up nope nope but oh i will share a secret i will share a secret real Ooh, quick a secret yes do you know how i let my phone my phone's really old you guys know this do you know how yes. it has survived so long you never take it out of the house. Nope. Oh, yes. I know. I know. Yes. You've lied to us, and that's not really your real phone that you use. You actually have a super like up to date phone, but you just pretend that that's the phone you use. Oh, Alex, that's not right at all. <laughs> I'll tell you guys what I do. I frequently let it go on vacation. Vacation. Like our Pokemon in this week's episode. Oh, uh, Jacob. <laughs> a winter vacation. That's right. 
All right, let's uh let's give some background, I guess, of these episodes this week. We have Pikachu's Winter Vacation Part Two. I don't know what was that, Austin. What? Did you, what was that? <laughs> you, you ate something and just kind of. I I had. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I had two cough drops that were like fused together, oh. and I tried to like bite one of them off the other one so I could have one. But instead, it just like broke all the pieces in my mouth, and so I'm like, Wah! "How's that um, doctor visit coming along that you're supposed to go to?" Um, I played some Doctor Mario recently, and I'm still sick, so I don't know what to tell you. Austin's had a cough for like five years, and he won't go to the doctor. Every time I get a cough, the cough lasts for like half the year. There's something wrong with me. Hmm. All the more reason to. Pikachu's Winter Vacation, Part 2, and Stantler's Little Helper are the episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Let me see. So, this is like, for me, it wasn't two separate episodes. Mine was just one where I watched it at. Like, it just transitioned from the Winter Vacation, Part 2, to Stantler's Little Helper. I didn't even know that that was the way it was, because I searched for, like, half an hour for Stantler's Little Helpers, even though it was already entwined in there. I was like, did I watch the right thing? Yeah, you're you're fine. You watch the one where Chikorita is mad and the one where the Pokemon save Christmas. Yeah, basically. That's it. You're good. These were specials released on, I assume, VHS in mm-hmm. Japan. They were also released in the US in English. I believe at like Walmart or something like that. I don't know. This is the only one of the Pikachu's Winter Vacation collections that was not included in Pokemon Chronicles years later. So this is non-canon. Well, I choose to believe it's non-canon. You know my theory. When Santa Claus comes to town, continuity ceases to exist. Because this is the third Christmas we've experienced at this point. And and at 10 years old, too, right? So it's kind of like... I know. It's crazy. It's either that or time does pass. They just don't age. And they just eternally are 10 years old. I was looking to see what other background that there was on this. But there's really not much. I want to know why they stopped doing these. Were they, like, unsuccessful? So there was... The other, the initial ones were Kanga Games and Christmas Night. Right. And then there's three more after this, Pichu and Pikachu's Winter Vacation 2001. Guess what we're going to do next year, you guys. I'm guessing it's these three. Yes, it is. But I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a market for this after 2001. Oh, I, I think I know. What probably happened is the Pokemon franchise stopped being as prominent at that time. We've talked about this before, how during Gen 2, it felt like there was a lot less product being manufactured at the time. Mm-hmm. That's wild to me. And it, it took a little while for the franchise to recover, I would say. Do you think it's that way now? Like, I feel like it's coming to a halt a little bit now. Like, our popula- or our generation, I think, is really catapulting it or carrying it right now. Because from what I've seen from, like, talking to, like, nephews or just younger kids in general, like, uh, they, they just don't, nobody's hyped about it. I will, I will say this. It feels like for us, ever since Pokemon Go came out, it feels like the Pokemon series as a whole has been a, on a pretty high high. Like, it feels like there's always a lot of attention paid to it. Mm-hmm. However, I can't speak to the children who are the real audience here. But I will say my five-year-old nephew has no interest in it. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, too. So he doesn't have any, like, he's not interested in any of the, like, media whatsoever, like, toys, games movies cards i think they sometimes watch journeys on netflix but i don't think he like really cares i want to know like could they do like a large-scale survey of the primary demographic of like pokemon like who's still engaged with the games like who's still engaged with the 
TV shows. You know what I mean? Like, Well, Alex, your brother is interested in, like, the retro games. But I wonder if that's, like, dependent on specific kids. Like, you know, he he is 11. He's into the retro games. Like, he recently got, like, some of the old Game Boy games and stuff like that. So I wonder if he's, like, an anomaly or if most kids are into that. Like, how many kids go back decades and play the old games? Is he interested in, like, the modern stuff? Yeah, he's got all he's got all the games. He likes oh, cool. all the Pokemon stuff. So, you know, obviously he's got, I think they bought the double pack for him. So he's got, like, Scarlet and Violet. And then he's got, you know, he played Sword. And he's he's played all the recent iterations. But he also went back to play the older games, which I was surprised by. Because I'm like, how many kids have the attention span to go back and do that? Especially being spoiled now because you're like, oh, you're used to the Switch and the graphical output that that can, you know, accomplish versus like, I don't know, maybe there's something charming about Pokemon Red playing it as a kid. But like, I wouldn't think most people would go back and do that. But great. I mean, your your nephew is young still. Very young. So maybe he's just not at that age. Yeah. Kids go through phases. I'd like to know. Can somebody do a survey, please? I'd like to know this. Any one of those Gallup, (laughs) Gallup polls or whatever it is. Anyway, Pokemon Winter Vacation, or Pikachu's Winter Vacation, rather. Part two. Always a fun time to be had. Yeah. Like it said, these are shorter episodes. They're about like 10 minutes in length, both of them. Did we want to change up any of the dynamics for how we recap them? Nah. Nah. Still 30 seconds, all that stuff. 30 seconds is about the length of this. Yeah, that's what what I was trying to hint at. Do you want to do like half that? 20 seconds. 15, even. We can do 15. Maybe we can circle back to this later, but I found some data on the player base ages. So maybe we can circle back to that if you want to. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Obviously. Okay. This was a press briefing. So that's official, right? Mm -hmm. Nintendo Japan. Okay. So there was a corporate management policy briefing. This is back during Sun and Moon days. We released two completely new entries in the Pokemon series, Sun and Moon, worldwide in November, and achieved explosive sales. According to our recent analysis, the global sell-through has exceeded 13 million units and continues to grow. According to our latest data, we have seen that the ratio of players in their 20s and 30s has risen for Pokemon Sun and Moon compared to past titles for DS. In addition, we, as of the end of December 2016, we found that 17% of Pokemon Sun and Moon players had no previous Nintendo 3DS Pokemon titles in their activity log. In other words, Sun and Moon were the first titles they experienced. Interesting. Hmm. That answers zero questions. Okay. I, I mean, Ivy, obviously the main point of that was players in their 20s and 30s continue to grow. Physically and in Pokemon. Physically outward for me. Say what? Waistline. Oh my gosh. You need to play Pokemon Go then. Get you out. I actually did play Pokemon Go recently because <laughs> my sister's obsessed with it. Is there still an audience for that? Yeah, my sister. Is she the only one? <laughs> no, Al, there's a whole thing, but I don't know that world. I, I stopped a long time ago. It was fun for one second, and then that was it. Yeah, my phone can't even run it anymore, so not even option Oh, we know, me. Jacob. You don't have to tell us. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that. Randomizer has spoken here. Um, I get the 32nd, or 15, I guess, this week. Alex, you get the first episode, and then Austin, you get the second, Stantler's Little Helper. I don't know what to call the first one, really, because they're both the same thing. Apparently, it's Winter Games. Winter Games is the first one? There was a title card that said Winter Games. Okay, so Winter Games. And sure. Then when I watched it on the DVD, there was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll just call it Winter Games. Okay, tell me when you're ready, Jacob. I'm ready. Bring it on. All right. In three, two, one, go. 
Alright, so we have a lot of Pokemon. Ash and Misty, Brock leave. Uh, Chikorita jumps on a chair, gets smacked down by Bulbasaur. Chikorita pitches a fit, runs out to an ice rink. They all go through this like little curling thing where they all play curling. Meowth shows up and they blast Meowth off because it was being a bully and Chikorita and their Pokemon become friends. Boom. <laughs> Time. I almost said curling. Curling. Okay. Well, oh gosh. What to even say about this? This was, what, eight minutes long? Really? Well, Alex, it's about your favorite Pokemon of all time, Ash's Chikorita. Oh, God. How could I forget? They did not put her in a limelight in this episode, for sure. For all the hullabaloo that Austin put us through to be like, we gotta get to these winter vacation shorts episodes, I'm like, (laughs) okay, Chikorita better be worth it. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Austin. Yeah, thanks a lot, Austin. She's the antagonist. If there is an antagonist to be had, it's her in these these shorts. I would argue she's the protagonist. Really? Interesting. She gets to be antagonizing the other Pokemon, but she's the main character. Well, let's talk about it, shall we? Okay, so the first, like, two minutes of this was the Pokemon breakdancing to, like, a hip-hop song. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, any thoughts on that? I really loved Heracross's, like whatever he was doing with his arms like some robot the song they were playing in the english dub was horrendous i'm sorry it was it was early 2000s so i i found the japanese version i watched the version they used their song it was just as bad oh oh mine was all subbed i didn't watch the dub version of this Wait, really? Yeah, I watched all sub. Like, even the... Both oh, of them are shit! Sub for I me. sent you a link to the dub, Jacob. Yeah, I want to hear the dub if you can got that thing up to bring it up. I, I sent you a link to it, Jacob. You oh. have it. Oh, yeah. I don't... I gotta go dig in my phone. Probably won't play Let's get it. a live reaction from Jacob. <laughs> Let me see. Good lord. I didn't even know... I thought there was only sub. I didn't even realize that this even... Oh, this was dubbed. This was dubbed. Yeah, Austin only sent us the links, like, two weeks ago. Like, make sure to watch this. I did. I found my own platform. This is what happens when you don't follow Austin's orders. Apparently not, incongruous. yeah. All right. My phone, you know, takes its time. Put, put it up really loud so we can hear it. Hold on. Bunch of ads on this website. All right. It's nine minutes and 31 seconds long. Can you hear it? Is it good? Put it up against the mic. This has to be offensive. All right, that's not bad. So it's that's not? our that's our outro song for this episode. Snow. No, it's not. I refuse. Hey, there's snow. We gotta go. Oh my gosh. What? That's what he says. Hey, there's snow. We gotta go. Come on, everybody. I sort of I blocked it out. I wasn't really paying attention except for Heracross dancing around, which that was sort of cute and sort of saved it, but. Because Heracross is the cutest Pokemon. Yep. So that was like the first two minutes of it. And then we cut to the actual winter vacation, which I don't know. They're inexplicably in some kind of cabin. I'm not really sure what the Torps are like doing or what their goal is. This is Team Rocket's cabin. That one that's always random. The pop-up cabin. Yeah, it's like a timeshare. They must have a timeshare in this winter like log cabin area. But Ash, Brock, and Misty, and I love when they do this too, because every time it's one of these shorts, it's they're only just their legs. They never show their faces or anything above their torso. It's just the legs. Muppet baby style. Yeah. And they're like, okay, guys, be good. We have to go into town to buy some stuff, question mark. Pikachu, you're in charge. What to say about this? So P- Pikachu and 
all the other Pokemon are super depressed that they're leaving, so they have to stand at the window for like five years saying goodbye, which I guess this is kind of what animals do, right? Like if you have a dog or something and you leave, do they stand at the window and just watch you leave? No, they they breathe on the window and make the condensation appear, and then they put their face into the condensation and laugh at it. That's yeah. what dogs do. Oh, okay. If only there was some convenient way to carry them with you. Yeah, leave them unsupervised. That's smart. They only leave them unsupervised on Christmas. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like one That's time the only a year. time of year that they're like, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just a break from the Pokeball. I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. Yes, thoughts? I love how they only have some of the Pokemon out. Well, we can't have Onyx. We can't have Charizard. Onyx and Charizard are not there. Goldeen and Staryu are not there. Well, Goldeen can't function outside of a pool of water, so... So the troops were like, let's go and take Onyx, Charizard, Staryu, and Goldeen with us, because they're our favorites, and everyone else stay here in the log heaven. Poor Onyx. Oh, and Zubat. Zubat. Oh, yeah. They really forget about Zubat every single time, don't they? Oh, my God. Even I forgot about Zubat. (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. I feel like it's like, it wouldn't get in the way of anything. It's just in the background. He can just like fly around. I don't understand. Oh, he would have been useful the next episode for sure. Yes, he would have. That's a good point. Everyone forgets. Like, we didn't even see Brock catch it. That's the problem. (laughs) You know, he just has it. That's So that's why everyone forgets. Maybe when he becomes a Golbat and later on Crobat, we'll we'll see more. But as it is, we don't see Zubat. Very sad. Um, But instead, we do get to see the Pokemon making their weird condensation face prints, which is endlessly amusing. Up until the point where Chikorita gets somehow, like, she gets pushed down onto the ground. Bulbasaur pushed her to the ground. Mm -hmm. Very rude. He, like, slams her off the table. She falls. Of course, then she gets very upset by this and doesn't want to play. And she mopes off into the corner and ends up hitting, like, a slipper. The slipper flies up and hits Togepi on the head, which causes Togepi to start to cry because it's a baby and all the Pokemon have to try to appease the overlord Togepi. Otherwise, something terrible will happen, I guess. I mean, it literally might cause an explosion at any moment. They're afraid of Metronome. Start swinging those arms. It could. If it has a tantrum, that's a good point. Would Togepi have been better to you if it caused tantrums and it, like, wrought violence upon them? Mass destruction? Yeah. Well, I'm not a Togepi fan, and I don't like to have to pacify Togepi at every turn, so... I'm glad we had a relatively short moment where Togepi, it was crying for a minute, but then they got it to calm down. I think they're losing interest in Togepi. Thank God. I can't wait till they leave it. Just wait till we leave it in the Togepi, like, fairy dimension or wherever it goes. I'm counting the days. (laughs) But anyway, Pikachu goes to try to say, hey, what's your freaking problem, Chikorita? You're being a total butt. And Chikorita's like, screw this. I don't have to deal with this crap. So she runs outside and ends up face planting into a giant icicle that's like hanging off the side of the house. And all the other Pokemon think this is hilarious. Physical violence. Hilarious. They are awful to her. They are awful to her. I was, this was the one time, Austin, that I was actually feeling sympathetic for Chikorita because she was getting kind of poo-pooed on and then she runs out to try to remove herself from the situation ends up hurting herself and then all the other pokemon 
she's new to the group so she's like the newcomer but all the other pokemon are laughing at her some hazing going on here imagine being that situation <laughs> i could imagine being in that situation which is why i was like oh i felt bad for chikorita all the new people laugh at you and that's not a very good feeling like you're the new kid on the block instead of making you feel welcome and comfortable they're just gonna laugh at your misfortune instead ah uh, takes me back good old middle school days she's obviously upset and embarrassed by this but during the course of this whole icicle thing they discover that it sounds like a xylophone when you start knocking against them so they are amused by this and they're like let's play music on these icicles hooray i think pikachu was trying to save chikorita there but being nice like hey look she hit this but look we can make music distraction you think so Pikachu may be trying to be the MVP here. Possibly. I'm sorry. All I could see was a child watching this and then going out to find icicles and getting, like, stabbed with one. PSA of the day, icicles are dangerous. But yeah, so as we'll discover how dangerous they really are, because while they are having fun making music on the icicles, Chikorita's like, screw all you guys. And she starts razor leafing them and nearly impales mostly all the Pokemon, uh, Heracross almost gets killed. Bulbasaur almost gets killed. The only one who's spared is Geodude. Well, he gets, he would have gotten killed if it wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Twerps come home and Geodude has been impaled by an icicle (laughs) and is dead on the ground. He's just laying there. (laughs) Godly. That'd be gross. I thought it was interesting because isn't ice super effective against rock types? I think so. But I guess it doesn't work. Like when it's like natural, I guess it's not the same. But Geodude was unfazed by this. But that would that would have been if this was the HBO Max version of Pokemon, that would have been a grisly scene. Been like a Geodude lobotomy or something. Too bad they didn't have like a spinoff where it's like Clue and we have to figure out who the murderer is, who impaled Geodude. Well, actually, it's the perfect crime, right? Because I mean, I guess you could have like circumstantial evidence, like okay, there's a bunch of icicles around, but the actual icicle would have melted. Who killed Geodude? Oh, anyway, yeah, they end up. I don't remember the transition how they got there i think she just runs off further yeah, she tries she tries to kill him and runs off yeah yeah she's like haha and then they come up upon an ice skating rink which no one's on i thought that's where we were going like brock ash and misty that's where we would be going that's the only thing around there's no town around this random ice rink it just is sitting there i thought there was it they were closer into town in the ice rink like there were some buildings and stuff around there so i was I thought they were closer to the heart of the town. Empty buildings. Austin thoughts? Nope. Okay. We're in the Christmas dimension. There's no logic to That's anything true. happening. Yeah, we got to remember that. Yeah, Austin's right. Uh, the Twerps are the only inhabitants of the Christmas dimension. There are no other people. Maybe this is like Professor Oak's private town that he owns. Like like Disney World <laughs> and <laughs> Celebration? Oakland? They, <laughs> Oakland, yeah. They Did just it? rented like- it out. My California, yeah, we, Oakland, get it? Oh, uh, God. Uh, this must be his private, like, family estate slash personal town that he owns because there's literally nobody else there. They start playing around on the ice rink and who should appear? Actually, I was, I lied because there is only one other soul around and that is Meowth. Meowth shows up without Jesse and James. I'm not really sure how he got there. Meowth is so creepy in these. Really? I kind of felt differently. I thought he was sort of just kind of minding his own bit. Like he shows up and he's like, oh, you guys, let me show you how to how it's really done, how you really ice skate or something like that. Like he wasn't being antagonistic to them at all. 
And then all of a sudden, he, like, gets on the ice, and then here comes fucking Pollywag, like, brushing the ice, like, the curling thing. You know how they br- they sweep the ice to make it go faster, the puck? And they sweep in front of Meowth until he, like, goes supersonic and flies off the ice rink and hits a tree, and he could have died. Another murder was committed that day. Yes. I this is like, so- like a violent night situation or something. <laughs> I felt so bad. Like, here he is just minding his own business. And then some other, I I kind of blacked out. I, I don't really know what happened. I said they get into more shenanigans and Meowth ends up blasting off again. Yeah. What exactly happened to him a second time? They just curl again, I think, and he just shoots off. Like, they all yeah. start doing that curling thing, but they all start sweeping to go fast, and Meowth comes back to the ice, and then they all start sweeping to make him go super fast, and then he just shoots off. Like, they have a collective sweeping effort. They join efforts and forces, and Meowth dies. Goodbye, Meowth. This feels bad, is what they say. Yeah, it does It, it feels. It does feel bad. Yana Kanji. <laughs> See, Jacob watched the subtitle version, and he didn't get all the hilarious four kids dialogue that we got, Alex. Well, I'm a purist. That's the reason why I watch sub over dub. Here we go. That's your loss. <laughs> if you want a direct translation, I guess that's fair, but we got the four kids magic. At the end of it all, um, Ash, Misty, and Brock show back up, and they're like, all right, time to go home because we gotta get ready for Christmas time, I guess. And then they all leave, and I guess they're all friends. The end? The end? The end. Yeah, yeah, that was the Chikorita episode that Austin busted our asses to get in, so. Can you imagine how strange it would have been if we were in the fucking Orange Islands, and all of a sudden we were here? Y'all, I... I'm sorry. I I stand by my decision <laughs> to bully you into submission. We appreciate the effort, Austin. Now we have a complete and full picture of how we got to this point. <laughs> Are we all the better for it, knowing that Chikorita is now here to stay? You know who appreciates it? Our listening audience for us giving them weekly content for a year. Yeah. For over a year. Yeah. Lord, do we want to do an MVP, LVP? Uh, there's no quotes. You bet your ass we do. There's you no bet dialogue. your ass we do. No dialogue. I don't know. There was a couple meow things, but I didn't write a quote down, but I, I can do an LVP and MVP. All righty. Okay. Go ahead, Austin. You can go first. Me? Yeah. Is that what the randomizer says? No, I didn't even bother. You mean do it real quick? Yes. Okay. Don't break tradition. It's Christmas. That's right. Where's the fairness? All righty. Um, it has spoken. Alex, you're going first. Austin, you're going last. I'm going in the middle. <laughs> I was going to say it might have just been Austin first and it wouldn't have mattered, but okay. MVP, real quick, I'm just going to give it to Geodude because it got hit on the head with an icicle and lived. Plus, we never see Geodude, so MVP. If did he live? <laughs> if we didn't see him? He did live. He, oh, okay. He, maybe he was mildly concussed, but he still survived. You would never know because he still just looks like Geodude all the time. <laughs> he just, just floating there. Like there a and he's, like, he's a corpse with smiling. <laughs> do they, when they a die, shell. do they, when they die, do they, like, does the gravity clunk? Like, do they fall down or do they still float? That's a good question. <laughs> you would walk in like a random cave or something like that, and there'd just be it'd be like on the moon, like an astronaut floating in space. So I know like there's like an electric geodude, isn't there? But like, are they all electromagnetic? Because they all float. Does geodude have internal organs? The questions we ask. Do they walk on their hands? I don't know. What's the inside of a geodude look like? I pray that they let us write the uh, HBO special Pokemon. So we're going to go real dark. We're going to answer the questions everyone's been asking. And we're going to go there. 
I want to see if there's any sort of information about Geodude. If a Geodude poops in a cave, does it have a butthole? <laughs> what? Does it have a butthole? Oh my does god. Does it? It has a mouth. Does the poop float too? Like, would there be rocky in it? That's or it so sink? interesting. Biology. Let's see what Bulbapedia has to say about it. Oh my it. god. I don't want to hear what Bulbapedia has to say. It's the only source of information. Geodude is a rock with arms. It may be based on a rock. This is what it says. A brownish gray boulder Pokemon. That's about it. All right. Yeah. And then Alola Geodude. Okay, whatever. Geodude's a rock with a face. Does it have a butthole? I'm not really sure, but I've never thought about that. But now, Austin, I, you're the LVP for making me think about whether or <laughs> nah. not Geodude has a butthole. <laughs> A Geodude pooping. <laughs> and where would it be on the body? Okay. You could ask that about oh, a, lot of, a lot of Pokemon, though. Like, where's the butthole? Maybe it does the thing, like... like It has one entrance and exit. Like yeah, a starfish? Like, yeah, yeah, it's stomach. It, like, pops its stomach in and out like a Pukumuku or whatever. Like a sea cucumber thing in real life. And it just does it like that. Merry Christmas, everyone. We need a sea cucumber Pokemon that does that. We do we have, have one. one. <laughs> that just eats and... Poops out of its mouth. That's what we want. Get the people. Pukumuku. It literally. That's that is it. That's the Pokemon. Yes. Oh, we gotta do something. Barfs about that. out its stomach. Anyway, I don't know. Part of me really wants to just keep you as LVP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make these damn Christmas episodes exciting. That was the most excitement I've had all week. No, I think I'm gonna give it to. I'm not gonna do the obvious. I'm gonna give it to Poliwag for inciting oh. violence and starting to like sweep the ice and like cause this whole curling disaster this that's your one redeeming thing like polywag we haven't seen you in years and this is what you do you show up and just cause chaos i didn't even realize misty caught the damn thing and here it is is this the one with the salveo weed yes yeah okay this is drug dealer polywag yeah screw you polywag drug dealer polywag what was that all right somebody else it's my turn next but that polywag it had what was that thing it had that it was a cure for Salveo weed. Jacob, are you hearing what we're saying today? No, I know th- I'm not. I'm not comprehending <laughs> the Salveo weed. I forgot the name of it. But what did it cure, though? What was it for? Ash and Brock had, like, a massive fever or something. And Okay. Yes, yes Austin? Ash and Tracy had a fever. Oh, my God, Tracy. Oh, my God, it was Tracy. <laughs> we're oh not keeping God. track of this at all. Oh my god! My mind literally copied and pasted Brock onto that scene because I completely forgot it was fucking Tracy. Tracy has been erased. He's gone. He is not in the stuff anymore. I'm not even sorry about it either. <laughs> oh my god, but you're so right. He's gone never to return, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. He's off studying Geodude's butthole. Or drawing it. Oh, God. Okay. Salveo weed. Okay. That would have been useful the next episode. That's the reason why I was asking. Oh, good if point. If it already had it. Okay. Uh, my MVP, I'm going to give it to Ash, um, Brock, and Misty for going outside in the winter storm. There was like a light snowfall. <laughs> uh, they, they were brave. Uh, my LVP, I'm going to give it to Bulbasaur for knocking, mm. Chikori- knocking Chikorita off the table and giving us this episode. My first of all, I have a quote. Wow! Oh, wow! Overachiever here. My quote is from Brock, and and Jacob wouldn't know this because he watched the subtitled version in the dub. As they're leaving, Brock says, "And Vulpix, you behave yourself now. You hear?" 
and it made me think of the last Christmas episode where Vulpix <laughs> jumped onto the tree and knocked it over for no reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, they know it's Vulpix. They know. How did they know? It was on its best behavior this time. Yeah, Vulpix was doing very well in these episodes. And that's why Vulpix gets my MVP, because... Oh, Volpix was the one to get Togepi to stop crying. Oh, oh yeah, with true. his little tail. But he also contributed to the curling massacre. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. At least it's outside the Pokeball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's better than usual. True. I thought you were going to go back to the last one. Was it the last one when Brock comes in and says it gets dark this time? What we, we fixated on something last time that Brock said. That was the funniest moment, I think, in the entire anime. Oh, when they walk into the house, all the lights are off because <laughs> they blew a fuse. Ash says, it's dark in here. And Brock's like, yeah, that's because the sun sets earlier during the winter. Not that it has anything to do with the lights being off. Fucking Brock. Okay. My LVP is Brock because I'm still... No. no. (laughs) (laughs) My LVP will be... I don't have an LVP. Everyone's so amazing. The icicle. Meow. The skating rink itself. Professor Oak. Chikorita cuts the ice rink. That's bad. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Chikorita was mad, and I'm very sympathetic towards Chikorita, but overreacting with violence by trying to impale all the other Pokemon with icicles was not the solution. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point, Chikorita. Because Chikorita was escalating. And she almost killed everyone at the ice rink, too. I forgot about that. When she stops herself and she cuts a big crack in the ice, that could have splintered the whole rink. Mm. You know, tell him. Yeah. So that was bad. I hate ice skating. I I cannot ice skate. I just can't do it. You can't do it? Did I tell you the story about the child who made fun of me because yeah. they can't ice skate? And okay. Heard, I think a, you've sh- you you shared your... What? Can you rollerblade? No, I'm even worse than that. Hmm. I have a fear of ice skates because of that sharp blade on the bottom. This could have been a truly a disaster of an episode. Like, they could have had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Alex, I, I agree with you. I've seen that happen before. Stop. What? No. In a hockey no. match... No, please. This guy got hit, like, from the side. Like, you know, they can hit people in hockey. Oh, he God. got hit near the goal, where the goalie no. is. And he flipped, like, on his side. And his skate came no. and slit the goalie's throat. <sighs> and luckily... Okay, the, I'm the, calling it. The trainer ran out there and was able to clog the artery. Stop. Oh, Jacob, please. Oh, find my that God. Video real quick. No, Merry no, it's okay. fucking Christmas. You filthy animal. Ice skates are the worst in the world, and ice skating is just a disaster. No, thank you. 15-second summary. (laughs) In three, two, one, go. All right, so Ash, Brock, and Misty want some alone time, so they shove the Pokemon outside. While they're outside, they find a Stantler (laughs) that's on the ground. They're like, oh, we got to save it because it's sick. They find some berries from a star from a tree that they found, randomly decorated, and Santa goes and delivers toys. The end. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was chaos. That was oh my gosh. That's what happened? <laughs> that's certainly something. I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but it, the elements were there. The basic elements were there. That's what the summary's for, the basic elements. I don't sure. want to give anything away. All right. It's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve night, rather. And we're now in a different... Yes, Alex? Okay, I'm going to stop you because are we in a different log cabin? I thought we were in the same log cabin. I'm pretty sure we're in a different log cabin because now there's a giant-ass fucking Christmas tree outside. Maybe they could have just put put that up. But also, they're no longer in, like, a city environment. And they're now in, like, the side of a mountainside with nothing but trees in all directions. Okay. And the last episode was them leaving. The last thing we saw was they were leaving the cabin, so... Okay, maybe I was cabin. wrong. I guess. It doesn't really matter. It's probably a new Christmas. Another year has passed since the last special. <laughs> it's another Christmas. Maybe. 
Christmas all the time. Well, it's Christmas every day in the Christmas dimension. Oh, right. The Christmas. It's always Christmas and they're mm-hmm. always in a different log cabin. Yeah. Every fucking day. How fucking exhausting is that? That's like the nightmare before Christmas when every day is Christmas. Or the Fairly Odd Parents. That's what it is. We have the same conversation every Christmas episode, you guys. Mm-hmm. We should. That's Probably. Tra- tradition. We are in the Christmas dimension. <laughs> we it. are in an eternal loop. I right. love Christmas. Okay. Do you? Do you really? I love Pokemon Christmases because they're insane. Okay. I was going to say, you're always complaining about like, ooh, family obligations and ooh, it's so like exhausting mentally and holidays. It is a lot of work. I haven't even put up my Christmas tree yet, uh, which I need to do because it's December 11th. Well, we haven't put up any decorations either. I only had to put up the tree because I had to put the presents under the tree. You don't have to. Just I have to. Don't even wrap this shit. I have to. It's all capitalism anyway. Like I have so much gift wrap, I need to get rid of it. Yeah, just wrap them. Big Christmas wants you to spend all your money on gift wrap and crap like that. Well, guess what? Big Christmas won. (laughs) (laughs) Big Christmas always wins. That's its secret. That's true. Just like wrap some random stuff in your apartment and just call it like decor. (laughs) Every day is a new present. (laughs) That's right. That's the whole purpose of an advent calendar. Did you see the episode of Cheapskates with the lady who steals her family's belongings and then wraps them for Christmas presents? Wait, stuff they already have used and owned? Yes. They would absolutely know that. Be like, oh, hey, here's this used thing I just had yesterday. So the people would unwrap the thing. Like her daughter would unwrap something and be like, this is my hairbrush that I've been missing for two months. And her mom would be like, aren't you so happy you got it back? That's a psychopath right there. That's cheapskates on TLC, I assume, or Bravo or some shit. Oh, that's a legit thing? Like, that? that's real? That's not the TV show? I'm assuming it was exaggerated because they were on reality TV. That's okay. what I was going to say. How much of this is, like, scripted? Like, are people really that crazy? Or, I mean, I can believe it. Maybe there are some people that are that crazy. Like, within the premise of the show, that's what went down. I saw one... Speaking of cheapskates, I saw one one time where the family would go out. They didn't want to spend money on, like, meat. So they went out and picked up roadkill off the side of the road to have okay, it. Okay, that's, that's real. I believe that. And I'm like, that's fucking nasty. Okay, don't knock it till you try it. All right? It's not terrible. Ooh, yeah. Weak old rotting possum corpse. Love it. Pour some eggnog on it and you're good to go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Back in the Christmas dimension of Johto, the twerps are like, we gotta get to sleep, because the sooner we get to sleep, the sooner Santa will arrive. And I was thinking about the time that they saved Christmas, and how they should get, probably get special treatment from Santa, but that's not mentioned. That didn't happen, Austin. This is another dimension. Is this another Santa? Are there, like, multiple Santas? Because I feel like this is a totally different Santa. Uh, well, this Santa is a fucking monster, which yeah. we will get to soon. I don't like this Santa. We all go to sleep with the fireplace still lit. Which then engulfs the log cabin and kills them all. Just kidding. Instead, what happens is Chikorita releases herself from her Pokeball. Because she wants to be the one sleeping in Ash's bed with him. She carefully chucks Pikachu outside of Pik- uh, She carefully <laughs> chucks Pikachu out of Ash's bed and gets into his bed instead. Which I thought for sure Alex was going to comment on. But she appears to be distracted by her phone. I was looking up the article on Bulbapedia about Santa to see if there was any sort of, like, insight into his monstrous, sadistic behaviors, but no. Also, I hate that Chikorita had to, like, snuggle her way into Ash's bed. It was horrible. Ash was kind of, like, in a frowny face state, but then when Chikorita got him next to him, he started smiling. 
Ash was in a damn coma, is what he was in. He's unaware of all this happening. That's true. Uh, the twerps are all, they were all in a medicated coma today. Because all the other Pokemon jump out for no reason whatsoever. Except for Onyx, Charizard, Goldeen, and Staryu. Yes, and Zubat, who and we Zubat. forgot again. Yep. And Geodude did not come out this time. I noticed oh, that. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe it's because he's got concussion. He was, oh, yeah. he's dead. I forgot he's dead now. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. He's not going to come out on his own because he's a corpse. <laughs> Do they float? Well, fine. Why doesn't the Pokeball float? <laughs> it floats away. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they do float in Scarlet and Violet. If you catch a yeah. Pokemon that's flying, yeah. Yeah. it fucking floats in the air and it's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Sometimes it goes to the ground, but most of the time it's just like, I'm going to float up here for a minute. It's the Pokeball so does after you catch yes. a Pokemon? Yes. Like it's struggling to get out still? Or? No, no. If you catch a Pokemon that's flying, like a, you know, like a bird or something like that. It will, the Pokeball will catch the Pokemon and then it will sit there in midair and like, you know, do the wiggles or whatever. And it doesn't fall down to the ground. It just floats in the air. Oh, it's God. fucking terrible. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Heracross is giving Bulbasaur a blowjob. Right. <laughs> Let's take a turn. He assaults Bulbasaur. What is there to say other than it's really like cringy? Just the whole phallicness of it is so much. What's phallic? The fact that Heracross has a big horn, Bulbasaur has a big bulb. Heracross is sucking on Bulbasaur's bulb. What do you mean what's phallic about it? What do you think's in there? Do you think it's like, is it sap or... Pollen. Ooh, pollen. There you go. Pollen. Pollen. Sap. He's gonna suck that sweet, sticky liquid outside of Bulbasaur. If Bulbasaur oh runs out, does he die, Stop. though, in there? Like, if he sucks Possibly. him dry? Oh. So yeah, I love Heracross. Heracross is super cute. I was not here to discuss the Heracross episode when they caught it. But I mean, man, that it's just bad optics for Heracross to be giving non-consensual blowjobs to Bulbasaur at every turn. Was Bulbasaur not liking it? No, he's not does not he screams and panics. No, he hates it. He's always physically trying to slap Heracross away and like run away from Heracross. Oh, it's got to be sap, though. It's got to be sap in there. Because remember the episode that he gets caught, that he's licking a tree the whole time, and then he sees Bulbasaur? Yeah, and he starts licking Bulbasaur. That's, it's, maple syrup is in that pouch on Bulbasaur. Let's go find some Bulbasaurs to suck off. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> that would be a great episode. Right? That'd be the HBO episode. Merry Christmas all. It's a new drug running through town. It's called Sore Seed. Chikorita sees a <laughs> mysterious red shooting star, which what we don't know at the time is it's actually Santa Claus's flaming wreckage falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what was oh funny is he had eight Stantler. He had eight Stantler in that image. They burned up in the atmosphere. <laughs> but he ends up with one. He ends up with one Stantler. <laughs> oh my god. So all the Pokemon are like, holy shit, what the hell is that? And they fall out of the window in a giant clump. The twerps remain asleep. <laughs> Stanlers are landing all around them. And so all the Pokemon are just like, let's just run out into the snow and go find out what that was. Because we're Pokemon, we don't care. And then we find the crash site of Santa Claus's play. <laughs> And his one remaining Stantler, which is dying on the ground. Mangled and bloody. <laughs> it's like wreckage everywhere. There's a fire. It's just god awful. Santa's got an arm gone. <laughs> Santa Claus is, he's unfazed though. He used yeah, Santa Claus could not be more Santa unconcerned. Claus. He used Stantler's 
the corpses to brace his fall and right. then he sacrificed them and then but he, oh, then God, he falls I know, I know. he was like he's like we gotta drop the load and he like pours <laughs> which and all the sailors fall out of the sky this poor freaking sailor this poor thing this is the one remaining sailor he doesn't seem very upset by this happening santa claus we got a job to do He's like, get your freaking ass up, Stantler. We've got presents to deliver. If Santa Claus does not deliver the presents on Christmas Eve, who knows what will happen? Where are all these jinx? I thought he had like an army of jinx to help deliver the presents. They're out there at the orphanages, like stealing dolls or whatever. Oh, that's right. Stealing people's shit. Yeah. They're the anti-claws. The Krampus, one might say. Yeah, this this Santa Claus earlier, Austin, you said how he was a monster. He He's a bad Santa. He's basically kicking Stantler and being like, get up. We gotta move. Go, get up. Yeah, it's like sick and dying. And he's like, yeah. The twerp Pokemon don't believe Santa Claus when he says that Stantler's not feeling well until they personally feel Stantler's 110 degree fever. It's from, from all that fire. <laughs> it's another thing's burnt about to burst into flames. <laughs> basically, I think Santa implied that this Stantler was already sick before they left the North Pole. That's even worse. That means he because it. he brought these berries with him. Oh yeah, why would he have them? Yeah, he's like this is like berry ibuprofen or whatever, and I'm using it for the Stantler, but clearly it's not enough because Stantler just fell to the sky and is dying on the ground. And so the twerp Pokemon are like, "Don't worry, we're the twerps Pokemon, and we know what to do." Just to stop you really quick, because I'm looking up the Santa article on Bulbapedia. It makes an interesting point. This furthers our speculation that Santa Claus doesn't treat his animals very well. Because, as you'll recall, he used to, his sleigh used to be um, pulled by Ponytaw. And mm-hmm. according to this, Ponytaw has not made any further appearances since holiday hijinks and seems to have been replaced by Stantler. Because they, <laughs> because killed. Santa killed it. Yeah, he crash landed in a lake. One of them broke their legs, and you just got to put them down. Yeah. God. And honestly, as we will see, I'm sure we'll have some thoughts on the berries themselves, but how it makes Stantler react, like, how Stantler reacts to the berries was kind of scary. Yes. um, They're, like, nondescript little red berries, like, Christmas berries. It's like mistletoe. They are very mistletoe-esque. The Twerp Pokemon are like, let's dig through the snow to find the berries. Sure. What is Santa doing? He's sitting on his fat ass, not helping. I don't... uh, um, he's got to go get rid of the evidence of all the oh, other that's stand- right. <laughs> he's burying the stand like Keltler. <laughs> good point, good point. Pikachu gets the idea, let's use the giant Christmas tree star and I'll put it on my head and I'll light it up and we can. that'll help a lot. Mm. It doesn't. <laughs> hijinks ensue, some holiday hijinks, but not Jinx the Pokemon. Psyduck rolls down a hill with a snowball and they all get trapped in a snowball. And Vulpix saves them using Flamethrower. Hooray. Then Vulpix is the one to find the berries. Oh, yeah. They're on a giant cliff face, of course. So Togepi's like, I'm going to climb that cliff face and get those berries. And then Pikachu says, no, Togepi. The logical thing to do would be for Heracross to fly up there and get the berries. So instead, I'm going to climb the cliff face. Why didn't Heracross fly up to get the star? Why didn't Heracross do anything? I don't know. Heracross is starting to piss me off, guys. Why didn't Bulbasaur just vine whip the star or the berries? Yeah. Or Chikorita. Yeah. Because we will see Pikachu climbs up the sheer cliff face because Pikachu has a hero complex just like Ash. And he gets the berries and then he falls off. 
But then Bulbasaur and Chikorita vine whip him down to safety. Could have all been avoided if they had just done that in the beginning. I think Pikachu is like a glory hog and is like trying to sabotage everyone else. I'm just saying, Pikachu poisoned the Stantlers. He caused the fire. How would he yeah. We don't see what Pikachu does off screen. True. We all get back to Santa in the dying Stantler. We give it a face full of the berries. <laughs> and Stantler perks right up and appears to be now on like bath salts. high of some sort. He breaks out into a rage. Yeah, it's like go pills for fighter pilots. God. It goes into like a berserker state. Yeah. Like Turns the Viking color. It, it starts like running around in circles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It was on a murderous rampage. If it wasn't buckled into that sleigh harness, who knows the damage. Yep. So Santa and the Santa Antler go off and to deliver the rest of the presents. And who knows what else will happen. Cut to the next day. Their presents have arrived for the twerps. The end, I guess. Also, they have presents and then Brock comes in from outside and he gives everyone Stantler jerky. Oh. Oh, these are the Stantlers for the Stantler herd from last week. And Santa Claus has, after putting down his ponytails, has found the Stantler herd and has coerced them with his magic abilities to be his flying Stantler. Conscripted them into his Mm -hmm. unwilling army. And now they're all dead. What do we think that the twerps got in their Christmas boxes? Um, I know Togepi specifically got its own present. What? I don't know. Missy said, Togepi, this is yours. Interesting. Favoritism. Stantlers would be more useful. That purple spray that they let out, that would like create an illusion that Santa was never there, right? If somebody woke up and saw Santa, he could just be like, purple spray. They open the gifts and it's just a cloud of purple (laughs) Purple spray spray. that wafts out and puts them back into their comas where they believe they had a wonderful Christmas day. Yep. Then they go to the next Christmas dimension after that. Yep. There's a secret. Well, they, they do go to the next Christmas dimension next year. We'll see. That's this year's Christmas episodes. We can do an MVP and LBP for this one, of course. Of course. Uh, quotes are going to be small again. Hopefully, maybe one person got one. I don't I have any one. quotes. Then you're going first. Alex, and yes. then now wrap us up. My quote was from Brock again, because Brock's always crazy in these episodes. When they all get their presents, Brock holds up his present and said, Here's mine! Here's mine! (laughs) (laughs) He's showing it off. Yeah, why is he going nuts? He's like, he has to, he says it twice. Brock really loves Christmas, you guys. He doesn't get any other attention at any other time, so maybe we should just let him have his moment. My MVP, again, is going to be Vulpix. Oh. Who would have thought? Vulpix is the one who found the berries. Vulpix is the one who saved them from the snowfall. Vulpix making up for lost time. Good job, Vulpix. Mm -hmm. My LVP will be Pikachu, for obvious reasons. Glory Hog, like you said. Mm -hmm. All right, Alex, what you got? All right, I didn't really write anything. I don't have a quote, so I'll just piggyback on Austin's. LVP, I'm going to give it to Santa for being an absolute psychopath and forcing his animals into servitude and then force feeding them steroid pills and also just in general being terrible and not even acknowledging like any of the pokemon that he had met before which is why i think it's a different santa but this particular santa anyway horrible and doesn't embody the christmas spirit at all mvp are there even any mvps in this aside from volpix everybody's a loser this time everybody is a loser i don't know i want to even say like i don't know maybe ash for just pretending to be asleep and not dealing with all this bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna let it blow over 
Just, yeah, just let it, whatever's going to happen, just let it happen. All right, I'm going to give my MVP to the Stantlers that sacrificed their lives for... (laughs) Valiant sacrifice. (laughs) Yeah, for toy delivery. My LVP, I'll give it the poor Stantler that survived, because now he's got to live with that Santa until he gets replaced, I guess, until the next generation of Pokemon is discovered. (laughs) The next Christmas Dimension Day. He does get replaced by... Delibird, actually. Yeah, oh. see? <laughs> the next time. Good lord. Oops. Where a fate awaits him worse than being burnt up. I wonder what happened to that Lapras and all the Jinx. I mean, it literally says we don't see Ash in front. Like, we don't see Jinx again after we see them in that one episode. Lapras, I don't know what happens to Lapras. It also disappears. Ra- or Ponyta says literally hasn't made any further appearances and the only one left is Delibird. at least we didn't have to find the boot again oh my god yeah that was a, arguably the boot was more entertaining but that was hilarious yeah. but let's continue see you guys next christmas happy holidays merry christmas wait is that it you guys That's are just it. oh you're oh okay whoa <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> i mean is there anything else no overall thoughts you guys are awful at closing this out <laughs> what is there what is there to say we've been talking about this for an hour this is the holiday episode looking forward to next year right on you gotta wish the people happy holidays peace and goodwill be safe out there don't do anything we wouldn't do don't eat the yellow snow <laughs> for whatever that's worth what's ho- yeah we and we didn't talk about what we're gonna be doing coming back from the holidays that's what we're about to get to what, uh, okay. What do you got for us, Austin? What's on the docket? Next week is our New Year's special. Oh my God, another special? <laughs> yes. These episodes aired in Japan as part of a New Year's special. Ooh. Amongst other things, they aired the episodes Once in a Blue Moon and The Whistle Stop. Ooh. And we have a special bonus episode. Oh my goodness. You're spoiling us. What? What is this? Slow King's Day. Which, Jacob, you'll be glad to know, was never released in English. Awesome. So it's pure. Good. Pure. Yes. So there's three episodes we're doing next week? Well, there's two episodes in like a one minute thing. Yes. Uh, Okay. How very festive. That will be coming out on New Year's Eve, so look out for us. You can greet 2023 with Alex, Austin, and Jacob. Yes. And also, thank everybody for like listening to us after all this time. Like, we love to have you. It's been a fun ride so far with like a million more seasons to go so stick with us right that's right unlike uh santa's delivery this year it's, it was a fun ride what if i said my velocity stopped recording we got to redo this whole thing jacob and i would probably like you would get what you get you would just get conversation of us and alex talking and then there'd be and a there would just be like long stretches of silence <laughs> and the new and the second episode would be just like something happened and i'd be like sitting there burning alive <laughs> it'd be the year without a christmas special that's great oh no what a huge loss for all of the podcasting world that would be a great april fool's episode that flaming meteor that you see flying by your window that's austin falling to earth after we launch him out of a spaceship yeah we went curling and he was the the stone or whatever it's called blast you into oblivion austin nope 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 no third time we really do mean it you all Happy holidays, right? We really mean it. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. And does anyone else have anything they'd like to wish the audience or any final thoughts before I close us out here? 
happy holidays to everybody and maybe we should do a poll on what's our favorite like wintry pokemon austin what do you think all i want for christmas is for you to leave five stars that's the greatest gift you could give us how do you like my mariah it was really good i know okay bye all right (laughs) i'll close out here thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five-star rating just like austin said if you have any questions or comments for the show, you can get in touch with us at outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. And all those polls we've been talking about, you can find on Twitter at outofdryingpan. Again, the handle is outofdryingpan. And join us next time as this journey continues.